The Speaker of the Czech Republic's Chamber of Deputies, Marketa Pekarova Adamova, is in Taiwan leading a 160-member delegation. On Monday, she visited the presidential office and met with President Tsai Ing-wen. Tsai thanked her thank the speaker for going through with the visit amid heavy pressure from China and called the visit a milestone. Speaker Marketa Pekarova Adamova went through with this trip despite heavy pressure against her not to. This once again demonstrates her strong support for Taiwan and her trip here is a milestone in Taiwan-Czech relations. Taiwan and the Czech Republic have both experienced authoritarian rule and are both aware that democracy does not come easily. For these reasons, in our efforts to uphold freedom and democracy, we can become staunch partners. In the Czech government's policy declaration, Taiwan was named as one of our priority democratic partners in Asia. The Czech Republic's new Indo-Pacific strategy also emphasizes this point. Also on Monday, the Czech hub in Taiwan was opened jointly by the European Values Center for Security Policy and the Czech Taiwanese Business Chamber. The Czech speaker said that Czechia aimed to be Taiwan's best friend in Europe and hoped to spur other countries to open similar centers in Taiwan. Severing of diplomatic ties between Taiwan and Honduras on Sunday has reignited debate on whether Taiwan should change its approach to diplomacy. One DPP lawmaker has suggested that Taiwan begin accepting dual recognition and maintain ties with countries that also recognize Beijing. Meanwhile, one KMT lawmaker says that Taiwan could start a new chapter of international relations if the U.S. and Japan would resume formal relations with Taiwan. We don't rule out any possibilities regarding our relations with countries that don't have diplomatic ties with us. We are considering the matter very carefully. On Sunday, Taiwan and Honduras broke off diplomatic relations, leaving Taiwan with 13 diplomatic allies. One day later, Foreign Minister Joseph Wu stated that nothing was off the table when it comes to Taiwan's international relations. The comment has fueled speculation that Taiwan could switch to an approach of dual recognition, allowing countries to have diplomatic ties with both Taiwan and China. We'd be happy to accept any country that is willing to establish official or quasi-official relations with Taiwan. We could abandon the former KMT policy that goes, gentlemen and thieves cannot coexist. After all, many countries around the world have diplomatic relations with China. Perhaps leaving such a policy would worry China and put the ball in their court. The ruling administration, that is, President Tsai Ing-wen and the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, should consider which approach is in the ROC's interests. Everyone would support policies that are beneficial for Taiwan. Both ruling and opposition lawmakers say they would endorse a shift in Taiwan's diplomatic approach. The current policy has its roots in Taiwan's authoritarian past. KMT leader Chiang Kai-shek insisted that the ROC in Taiwan was the real China, referring to the communist leadership of the PRC as mere insurgent groups. Since then, the official policy in Taiwan has been to terminate ties with any country that established diplomatic relations with Beijing. One KMT lawmaker says that the times have changed, adding that if the U.S. and Japan were to resume official ties with Taiwan, it could be a new beginning for Taiwan's foreign relations. 
The U.S. should take the lead and consider resuming diplomatic relations with the ROC. Otherwise, it's very hard for them to persuade other countries to establish diplomatic ties with us or to not break off relations with us. That's also the case for Japan, which stands with Taiwan. If they stand with Taiwan, they might as well resume official ties with us. What we pursue is regional peace and democratic values. Our main approach to international relations is to continue moving forward with friends that share these ideals and values. Whether Taiwan will let go of its authoritarian legacy and expand its international reach remains to be seen. Former President Ma Ying-jeou set off on his 12-day China visit on Monday afternoon amid much criticism from members of the DPP and other pan-green parties. A new power party lawmaker says Ma is dancing with the enemy and is sending the wrong message to the international community. Vice Premier Zheng Wenchan urged Ma to maintain Taiwan's dignity during the tour. Let's hear from the critics. Ma Former President Ma Ying-jeou served as president for eight years. He has fully experienced the difficult position that the ROC Taiwan is in. Decisions like that will be closely examined by everyone. We hope he'll be treated respectfully and defend the dignity that Taiwan should have. At this critical juncture, with the recent breaking of ties between Honduras and Taiwan, why can't former President Ma Ying-jeou go without his trip to China? It wouldn't be excessive for him to set off one day later or delay the whole thing for a few days. It's such a sensitive moment, so everyone will see that the visit has political undertones. What message is this sending to the international community? It's like he's dancing with the enemy. China is malicious. It systematically oppresses Taiwan on the international stage. I think this move should be severely condemned. But what we're seeing is former President Ma Ying-jeou's insistence on setting off at this time. He's clearly not making an effort for Taiwan. Previously, Ma's China visit had raised controversy amid concerns that the former president would be belittled across the strait. For example, Ma will be referred to as Mr. Ma during the visit without mention of his former position as head of state. The presidential office says it hopes the relevant protocol for retired heads of state will be followed during the visit. A Taiwanese countertenor has made it big in South Korea thanks to an impressive ability to hit high pitches with a clean falsetto. We're talking about Zhu Yusun, a classically trained singer capable of seamlessly switching between low and high registers. Zhu recently won the top spot in a South Korean talent show where he had to pretend to be Korean and tone deaf. Let's hear about his experience. The crystal tones emanating from the performer make everyone's jaws drop. The singer is Zhu Yusun from Taiwan, who emerged victorious at a South Korean talent show against performers from several countries. He switches between a feminine and masculine register with ease, showing off the vocal range that held audiences rapt. Zhu says that at the beginning, he thought the invitation to be on the TV show was a scam. I thought they were trying to swindle me because it was the screenwriter of the show that had contacted me. In the last stage, it was just me and another contestant. 
They said that if you didn't get picked, you wouldn't be singing on the show. Had it gone that way, I would have been standing for nine hours in vain. But it wasn't Zhu's first time in the spotlight. This is Zhu in high school hitting the high notes of the Queen of the Night area from Mozart's The Magic Flute in an impeccable falsetto. With a dream of pursuing a musical career, he went to further his studies in the UK at the Royal Birmingham Conservatoire. The singer reveals that he had to pretend to be tone deaf for the TV show. I had to pretend that I was Korean. They said my movements when singing were too natural that I had to pretend I was faking it. The producers of the TV show later released a single of his performance. Zhu hopes more opportunities like this will come up for him in the future to show off Taiwan's musical talent. A new system to prevent traffic accidents is rolling out in the narrow streets of Taizong. The smart sign detects oncoming cars and warns pedestrians to take extra care. It works even in narrow alleyways where traffic lights would be impractical. Residents where the system is being trialed say accidents have decreased noticeably. A shout of car lets you know a vehicle is coming. You need your wits about you here on Alley 21 of Dali District's Dingtuo Road. But the shouts are quieter since Taichung City Transportation Bureau installed this smart street sign. The flashing LED sign says in orange characters, oncoming car at the side, accompanied by a red arrow to show the direction, with the aim of reducing traffic accidents. We used to have two or three accidents a month. I haven't heard of any recently. If the pedestrians are paying attention, then it will work. But even a system as good as this will have limited impact if people aren't paying attention. The smart sign uses laser technology to detect oncoming cars. It can intelligently predict what will happen at the fork in the road. When a car is detected, the sign flashes oncoming car at the side, take care. Warning LED lights also flash on smaller roads, urging pedestrians to slow down. The system is designed for narrow alleyways and T-junctions where traffic lights aren't feasible. We were considering how some streets are not wide enough, making it impossible for cars to pass each other. So the Transportation Bureau has adopted a different system than traffic lights, the smart sign. We found in a trial that overall accidents were reduced. However, local residents say there's a glitch. There aren't enough seconds allotted to cross the street. They want the system to be recalibrated. The Transportation Bureau says that optimizations like that are on the way. Former Japanese Prime Minister Abe Shinzo was a staunch ally of Taiwan's and his assassination last year left many Taiwanese saddened. A photo exhibition recalling Abe's numerous exchanges with Taiwan is being held in his memory and is the first such memorial for former Japanese Prime Minister to be held outside of Japan. President Tsai Ing-wen showed up for the exhibition's opening day to express her thoughts on the former PM, who she called a good friend. Pictures of former Japanese Prime Minister Abe Shinzo's past exchanges with Taiwan adorn the walls of a memorial exhibition in Taipei. President Tsai Ing-wen attended the exhibition's opening day Monday to make a speech. Former Prime Minister Abe Shinzo was a good friend of Taiwan and a good friend of mine. Abe once shared a photo of himself holding a Taiwanese pineapple and smiling warmly. 
he had repeatedly called on the international community to pay attention to the stability of the Taiwan Strait. His friendship and contributions to Taiwan laid an important foundation for the development of Taiwan-Japan relations. The reason Taiwanese fondly remember Abe is because he supported us, and he was very considerate and attentive. He is historically the most Taiwan-friendly Japanese prime minister. Abe was assassinated in July last year. To remember him, Japan held three photo exhibitions, with a fourth one held outside Japan, in Taiwan. For such a grand memorial exhibition for a former Japanese prime minister to be held outside of Japan is historically unprecedented. This demonstrates how much love and respect our Taiwanese friends have for former Prime Minister Abe Shinzo. The exhibition opened just one day after Taiwan and Honduras broke diplomatic ties. Commenting on the matter, Japan's representative to Taiwan had posted to Facebook, saying that Japan would always stand with Taiwan and would continue to strive for Taiwan. We always support Taiwan, which is our good friend. When Taiwan faces problems, we are concerned. Just as when we face problems, Taiwan is also concerned. His words of support are a comforting reminder for many in Taiwan who are still reeling from the loss of another diplomatic ally. Taipei has been named the fourth safest city in the world in a ranking of 424 cities by online rankings website Ranking Royals. The capital ranked far above the capitals of Japan and South Korea, which stood at number 33 and number 34 respectively. The top spot went to Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. Each of the 424 cities picked was given a score between 0 and 100 based on the level of crime, the safety of walking on the street at day and night, and the incident rate of violent crimes and robberies. Taipei had the lowest crime score of all cities and was praised for being safe even at night. It was also described as a place with some of the nicest people in the world who are willing to help out visitors to the country. Now, a romantic story from Taizong about a couple of taxi drivers. Zhang Genfeng and Liang Su Hua had both lost their spouses when they met through their shared work. As they exchanged ideas about the taxi industry, they grew closer and closer. Now they're the first married couple to get a double thumbs up from the city of Taizong. And they also volunteer for the local taxi bus, a free service for rural residents of Taizong. Close the doors and fasten the seat belts. The husband and wife are both behind a driving wheel and off they go. They pull up in rural Taichung. The driver and passenger chat easily like old friends. The Taichung taxi bus goes up into the mountains and down along the coast, offering free transport to locals. The couple love to provide this service, despite living on a modest income. When you get feedback for your service, it's a kind of gratitude. That kind of service gives you more of a feeling of power. After losing their respective spouses, taxi drivers Zhang Genfeng and Liang Suhua met through work and ended up married once more. When I first started in this industry, I'd had an upset stomach every day. He told me in this job, if there's ever something you don't know about the road, you can always ask me. I thought, what a kind person. At first, they chatted about work. Then they shared more and more about their personal lives. And in the end, they would drive out for romantic dates, each in their own cab. 
For example, if we're both free at 6 o'clock, we'd go out and get coffee and chat, and then around 7, we'd both go off and get to work. Alongside their marriage, they are a formidable team at work, supporting each other 24-7, day and night. It's very convenient. The person who needs support is always right by you, always available. The adoring couple decided to enter the voluntary taxi bus service together. Among a roster of 9,000 drivers, they stand out as the first married couple in Taichung to receive an excellent driver award simultaneously. And now for a spotlight on champion wheelchair ballroom dancer He Xingru. After losing her legs at the age of nine, He spent many years coming to terms with life in a wheelchair. When she found ballroom dancing, everything changed. She and her husband now tour Taiwan and abroad, winning championships with their snappy routines. We went with her on a visit to her old school to share her passion for dance with the next generation. Children sit in the school hall, enraptured, and clap as they listen to the dancer in front of them. Then it's time to get up and give ballroom dancing a try. He Xinru shows off some of her elegant moves. She was invited back to her alma mater, Shanqi Elementary in Xinju, to introduce her art to the students. Decades later, I have the opportunity to come back and share my experiences with the young students. It feels like a return to glory. I'm grateful to the children for their encouragement. He has given speeches all across Taiwan, but coming back to her own school is a different task. She was just in second grade when she lost both her legs in a tragic railway accident. Before that, she had been an avid runner. In an instant, her running dreams were lost. My biggest dream back then was to be in the Olympic track and field team. But later I came across this wheelchair, and when I saw it, it was like seeing a pair of legs. I practiced as hard as I possibly could. Through many ups and downs, He learned how to dance in a wheelchair, making it her new legs. Eventually, she won an international reputation and clinched number one at the Asian Para Dance Sport Championships. Her husband shares her passion for dance, and together they enjoy extreme sports as well as competing together on the dance floor. We have the same interests, so we've tried out lots of extreme sports together. Things I had never done before, like touring the whole country, diving, kayaking, and paragliding. The couple travels all over Taiwan, talking about their story and wowing audiences in schools and rural communities. They want to share their life stories and encourage others to find their own dance. In the saturated world of nail salons, artists must work hard to stand out. But one nail artist in Kaohsiung has certainly found her niche. The talented Nicole is an amateur painter and illustrator, and her works of art get squeezed down to the size of a nail. Her clients enjoy drawings of animals and landscapes on their hands. Nicole says the nail art is especially helpful for clients who feel self-conscious about their hands. But when their nails are in art gallery, they feel much happier letting the world see them in action. 
If you want unique nails these days, alongside the traditional choices of lines, flowers, or ombre, you can now get very special designs. An entire watercolor painting can be vividly recreated on a nail. I just wanted to make myself look pretty with nails and an outfit. I wanted to get a kind of oil painting on my nail, but it still has the same level of detail. I think it's very special, like having a work of art on my hand. Customers come here for the artist's unique skills. A nail can be painted with a view of the River Seine. This is nail artist Nicole's forte. Having studied watercolor and oil painting, her nail designs can be fully customized. Once a client asked me to put her cat on her nail. I've done extra training in illustration and oil painting, so I could apply that to her nails. Nicole also runs classes, teaching her self-developed nail artistry. But the biggest achievement of her career so far is helping restore the confidence of clients with nail problems. I've done treatments on people with ingrown nails on their toes, diseased nails, or nails they've been biting. It's really helpful for the clients. Even kids who had no confidence, after getting this treatment from me, said really happily that they had confidence and they feel able to show their hands. Nicole has taken her passion for art and turned it into a real service for clients from all walks of life. She's always refining her skills and has carved out a sturdy niche in the highly competitive world of nail art.